Players are recorded live in-game. Audio quality may vary. The following episode contains adult themes and simulated role-play violence. Listener discretion is advised. Sonic Realms prone position, I ready my pistol and take aim. I'm aiming for King Lear. I prepare to turn off the fuse box and get my taser ready for the guard when he comes through. With King Lear between his iron sights, Kurt pulls the trigger. King Lear's shoulder jerks backward violently, almost knocking him to the ground. He recovers, grips his shoulder, and looks up at Taz. What? What is this? What have you done? It's not me. It's not me. Everyone on the docks whip out their pistols and frantically aim towards the storage buildings. Kurt wisely never activated his laser sight, which would have given away his position in the fog. You traitors! Has have taken the first shot. They are pointing guns at each other right now. Should I shoot him again? Oh, wait. I take out my silenced Ruger and point it steadily at the guy in the trench coat. I'm ready to follow up with another shot, waiting to shoot if no one moves. I'll hold off. I want to see what the other team does. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. Take the shot, Drager. Take the shot. Wait. King Lear, holding his bloody shoulder, aims his enormous pistol at Taz. You stupid, short-sighted, pig-faced goblin. I take a shot at the white trench coat. The bullet connects, and King Lear crumples to the side. Ted, white trench coat's been hit twice. Kind of looks like they're getting ready to retaliate. All right, keep me updated. Here come from the warehouses. Get down! Taz gets low and runs to one of the drones, jumps over it, and takes cover behind its small frame. He cautiously looks over the top and tries to see where the shot came from. And take another shot at King Lear. The bullet tears cleanly through the bottom of King Lear's trench coat, but misses his body. It's an ambush! King Lear runs and slides behind the other drone. He looks over to Taz, who is still trying to make out where the shots are coming from. The orc with the medallion crouches and continues to try to operate the drones with limited success. What the bloody hell? Taz! Didn't you secure the area? Uh, just chill out, bro. The place was supposed to be deserted. We can take them. King Lear scans the immediate area, failing to notice Draeger on the speedboat. <laughs> They're onto the plan, guys. I think we need to cut the power. I take a shot at the orc standing next to the boat. It's a long shot, but Kurt hits his mark. <laughs> Medallion falls to the ground while trying awkwardly not to drop his remote control console. I see Spectacles turn his head and look at the boat where I'm standing, wanting to get on it for cover. He steps on, I get up and slide around the corner. And he replaces where I'm standing, right next to my boots. Spectacles crouches behind the seat where Draeger had been hiding. He feels his arm graze fabric behind him when there should have been nothing there. As he begins to turn around to look, Medallion stands up and tries to issue orders to his drones. Move the cargo back to the boat, damn you. As the drones slowly comply, Medallion moves behind them to take cover with Taz and King Lear. The two large orcs press on King Lear from both sides while trying to move with the slowly plodding drones. Oh, 
Oh my god, the smell! Really, really right now? Ugh. The orc with the crown runs to another boat, takes cover, and looks to the warehouses. He catches a human form peering from around the corner of a warehouse building. Jet sees him looking at her and realizes she's exposed. Set. Hey, someone's over there. Ripped Jeans runs behind the light pole for cover, then aims his gun at the shadowy figure. He's between the storage buildings. Back in the boat, Spectacles turns his head around and sees Draeger, who appears as a rippling shimmer of reflections behind him. His eyes widen behind his glasses. I just see him crouched next to me. I take aim at his head, pull the trigger. A rogue wave hits the boat, shifting Draeger's aim. The tip of Spectacles' right ear flies off, and a watery fountain spews up from the fresh bullet hole in the floor of the boat. God! What the hell? Back near the entrance to the docks, the lone guard obliviously leans back in his comfortable armchair, typing away on his Metalink. Why on earth would you ever create a show like this? You're removing the best parts. Your whole concept is stupid and sounds like a poorly produced audiobook. Your show blows. He posts his comment online. <sighs> yeah. I close my eyes to connect with the air spirit. Go by those men by the crate. Release your noxious air. From the darkness above, a cloud of butterflies rapidly descends upon King Lear, Taz, and Medallion. All three look confused and start swatting at the air. What? Bloody... Yeah, how the fuck is this? Are those ah. butterflies? What's that? Whoa, whoa. What's it doing? I don't like that. That doesn't look good. Shit. The butterflies appear to quiver and recoil into themselves, then release a stream of pale, green, noxious gas upon the three men. Oh, God. Shit. King Lear and Medallion are hit directly, while Taz quickly shifts his position to avoid breathing in the fumes, covering his mouth with his forearm. Oh, what the fuck is that? Oh, what's happening to me? What did it do to us? On the other side of the docks, Jet gets an intuitional sense that her command has been carried out by her bound spirit. She doesn't want to take any chances. I head towards my air spirit. With the group of the crate. Air spirit, release your noxious breath. Taz looks up at the butterflies and sees it begin to recoil again. Drek, look out! The warning comes too late. Another noxious cloud is emitted by the spirit, fully engulfing everyone behind the drones. Medallion, King Lear, and Taz all vomit, one after another, like a line of dancers doing the can-can. Their eyes tear up as they fall into their own mess, too dizzy to even crouch. This was the spirit's final task owed to Jet. I release the air spirit with my gratitude. The butterflies briefly turn glow-in-the-dark green before dematerializing back into the astral realm. The drones, still acting on their last command, continue moving towards the raft with the crate in tow, exposing Taz. Guys, there's someone invisible on the... Spectacle's face explodes outwards, his broken glasses sailing over the water and onto the docks. As his body slumps to the wet floor, Draeger brings his pistol back to blow the twisting gun smoke from the barrel of his silencer. Dragon time, Draeger. Tell me about it. I thought I was getting rested there for a while. 
ripped jeans, still behind the lamppost, looks behind him at the commotion. He sees King Lear, Taz, and Medallion writhing on the ground, slowly being revealed by the drones like a mechanical stage curtain. Still atop the storage building, Kurt steadies his pistol on his forearm. I take aim at the single orc standing near the boat where Drager's hiding, and I take a shot at him. Ripped jeans grips his leg. A red stain pools outward from the fresh wound. I flip all of the switches on the fuse box, plunging the campus into total darkness. I move over to the door to the guard chamber and ready myself to tase him when he comes out. The floodlights above the docks and warehouse turn off, plunging everything into darkness. The darkness has no effect on the orcs, who have natural low-light vision. The orc with the crown sees a jumbled silhouette running towards the crate. He tracks it, then opens fire. You're dead. The bullet penetrates the lightly armored chameleon suit and cleanly passes through Jet's arm. The chameleon suit glitches and flashes for a moment, flickering squares and staircase shapes before settling back into partial invisibility. Jet collapses hard behind a small shipping container. Further up the dock, Ripped Jean sees this, then looks behind him to see if there are any more attackers. He notices similar, invisible movement from one of the boats. He does the best he can to stay protected from the warehouse area as he raises his gun to take careful aim at the invisible enemy. <laughs> um, actually... Inside the warehouse, the security guard turns down his music and hears a commotion outside. What the... what the hell are they doing out there? He gets up and opens the door to walk through the warehouse. As he walks by, Hez springs into action, tasing him in the neck. <laughs> He falls to a knee and holds his throat. He's low enough now that Hez can't quite reach him. He scurries forward in the darkness, but stumbles into a box, sending him sprawling to the floor. Jet, who has taken cover closer to the mouth of the dock, clutches her bullet wound. Her vision is blurry, but her adrenaline has spiked her focus. As her mind races through possible actions, she remembers a spell her mentor spirit recently taught her. She grits her teeth, releases the wound, and begins gesturing with her bloody hand towards Taz, King Lear, and Medallion. Despite being in pain, I cast a spell and throw acid. A spray of magical acid erupts out of Jet's hand and covers King Lear, Taz, and Medallion, who are now fully exposed. Smoke begins to rise from all around them as the acid begins to eat away at their armor and flesh. Drager is close enough that he can smell the odor wafting from the three men writhing on the ground. It's a nauseating combination of charcoal, sulfur, copper, and pork. He turns to a more immediate threat. I saw the crown took a shot on Jet. I didn't see if she was hit or not, but I heard something over there. Take aim with my ruler and shoot a crown. No one wounds my friends. shudders and drops his gun. His arms fall to his sides and his knees buckle beneath him. He tips and falls over the side of the boat into the Pacific Ocean's frigid embrace. I walk towards the guards sprawled out on the floor and hit him again with the taser. Atop the storage units, Kurt decides to move to a more advantageous position. 
I lower myself down from the small storage unit. And when I hit the ground, I start sneaking towards the boat. As he sneaks towards the boat, he glances over at Jet, who is sitting on the ground leaning on a storage container and clasping her bloody arm. I realize I can't keep up my concentration, and I drop the invisibility on Drager and Kurt. Jet leans out from cover and sees Kurt slowly materialize as he takes cover behind a light pole. She leans further out to look at the three men on the ground, still vomiting and burning from her acid attack. Her bloody hand shakes as she weakly raises it towards her targets. I focus my energy again and cast Toxic Wave on the enemies in front of me. A weaker spray of acid emanates from Jet's hand, which fully evaporates a few moments after hitting them. Medallion's gold medallion looks like it has fused and melted into his chest. King Lear looks up at Jet. His scalp is bubbling and exposed, and his face looks like it's peeling off. His white trench coat is now a dirty, crumpled sheet sticking to his body. You... You... King Lear convulses, then lies still on the ground. Jet, still leaning out, looks to a light pole and sees ripped jeans pointing his gun right at her. She lacks the strength to dart back behind her cover. She closes her eyes and accepts her fate. She wearily opens her eyes and sees ripped jeans fall face down to the ground. Moments later, a pool of blood begins to trickle off the side of the docks and into the ocean. Draeger, now fully visible in the distance, gives a thumbs up to Jet. She weakly returns the signal to Draeger, then begins to stand up. I take out my weapon while falling back. Cover me. On it. She begins to limp away from the action towards the shadowy storage units. Hez kneels over the unconscious guard with plastic zip ties in her hand. I hear Jitangeline call for help. I search the guard for anything he can use against me or the restraints. She finds a pocket knife and a cheap metalink in his pockets. I put his items into my pocket. I quickly fix plastic restraints onto the man on the floor and hurry out to help my friends. I run up the boat, raise up my Ruger. I shoot down Pierre and Gold Medallion. The shot permanently puts the orc out of his misery as he shudders and dies. Taz, who has stopped vomiting, begins scuttling backward toward the raft where the drones wait with the cargo, their final command completed. While moving backwards, he raises his pistol and fires at Draeger, who instinctively ducks and sidesteps. The bullet sails harmlessly past Draeger into the night. I just take a couple steps forward with my Ruger and shoot at him again. Jet, Kurt, and Draeger all advance and fire their weapons at Taz, who is now half-naked with tattered leather and denim falling from his muscular body. He holds his newly revealed cyber arm up to protect his head. After getting shot two more times, he drops his gun and puts his hands up. Stop, don't. Don't shoot. I, I give up. The three stand over him and continue to point their weapons. They pause, then look at each other. You know, it's one thing to kill people who are in our way. But somebody who's given up, I don't know if I feel right about this. Well, it's another thing to get made. He's part of the Chop Shop gang. We're there to take them all out. It's inevitable. What, we leave him alive, what happens? Yeah, loose ends, not good. Not good. Hey, I don't like it either. It's less bullets in my clip, but whatever. Hez approaches from behind. 
I hear Jet and Drake are discussing the fate of this man. I stay out of it. Painful decisions have to be made here. If you want me to do it, I can do it. Yes. Please. All right. I'll take care of it. Just don't look. I turn away. I pull out my gun. Game mastering and narration by Paul Greenleaf. Drager is played by Marcus Freeman. Jatangeline is played by Mackenzie Paulus. Kurt is played by Chris Tommaso. Hez is played by Torvald Tempestus. Additional voices by Izzy Aola, Christopher Spry, Taylor Briggs, Tony Campbell, Joe Carey, and Jesus Salinas from the Low Country Shadows podcast. Editing by Jesus Salinas, Cassie Polhammer, and Paul Greenleaf. Arrangement, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening. If you feel compelled to write a review for the show, just go with it. You know, just just go with it. Indulge yourself. Just go with it. Just go with it. Just, 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 just go be with it. Just, you just go with it. it. You're so bad. Just go crazy. Just go with, just it. Go with it.